Welcome to r slash Am I the Butthole, where OP gets her own husband arrested. Am I the butthole for reporting my car missing after my husband took it to attend his brother's wedding? My husband, who's 35, doesn't have a car. He sold his car to help pay for his brother's wedding. I didn't agree on this, but he had this car before we got together, so it's not shared property. Besides, I have my own car, so that didn't affect me, until my husband started complaining about having to commute to work and hang out places. He tried to get me to let him drive my car several times, but I stood firm and established a boundary that he would never be able to drive my car. One of the reasons why is because of how bad his driving is. His brother lives out of town. My husband asked if he could drive my car to the wedding, but I refused. Not because I'm not invited, but because, like I said, my car is off limits. He threw a fit, calling me unreasonable to let him take public transportation because he can barely stand it for 10 minutes, let alone hours. I said that it wasn't my problem, which irritated him but made him stop arguing about it. The day that he was supposed to travel out of town, I woke up at 10am and I couldn't find my car key. I went outside and I couldn't find my car either. I was beyond pissed. I called him and, like I expected, he took my car and was on his way to the other town. I lost it and told him that I did not give him permission to take my car for five whole days. And I said that if he doesn't turn around with it and come home, then I would call the cops and report it missing. His response was, you wouldn't dare do it because you know what would happen. I hung up on him and immediately called the police and told them about my situation. I didn't tell them my husband took it because they would think it's a family dispute and decide to not get involved. I just reported it missing. Two hours later, I got a call from my husband saying that he was back in town and was being held at our local police station. I went to the station and talked to the cops. My husband made a scene there, swearing over and over that I gave him permission to take it, and he said that I was acting out of jealousy and spite because he was going to attend a wedding that I wasn't invited to. I took my car and went home, but he had to stay a little longer. He came home in the evening and went into a rage about how I created an awful situation and almost caused him to miss his brother's wedding. He called me vindictive, bitter, and a lunatic to call the police on him and try to accuse him of stealing my car. He had to leave the same day to be able to be there with his family and decided to extend his stay and he still hasn't gotten back yet. Right now, his mom and brother are blasting me for what happened and calling me spiteful. Okay, I don't really understand what's going on with this story, but something's strange here. Your husband sold his car to pay for his brother's wedding that you aren't invited to and then stole your car? I almost feel like I'm missing important information here because this doesn't sound like normal behavior. But basing the story off of what I just read here, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I mean, yeah, calling the cops is a bit extreme, but so is stealing someone's car. Like, why can't the guy just take an Uber? What's the big deal? Why is it your responsibility to cover for his mistakes? Anyways, OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your husband gets 3.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for leaving my best friend and his friends stranded in an unfamiliar city? So, for background, my best friend has gotten into going to these Spartan races. And for clarity, Spartan races is kind of like, uh, like that ninja warrior thing where you run and there's like obstacle courses and it's like a really intense fitness type thing. 
He and a small group of his friends have started going to local ones, but recently heard about one in another state they wanted to go and compete in, but they didn't have anywhere to stay. So they asked me if they could borrow my truck and trailer for the weekend. I have a tow-behind camper. I said, no, I wasn't comfortable with them taking my truck and trailer, but I would drive them in the camper to their events. We made the three-hour trip, and we set everything up in the area where the race was taking place the next day. I have a habit of leaving my keys on a hook next to the bedroom door of my camper. Remember this. Come nightfall, I went to take a phone call outside, and I ended up wandering around the grounds for over an hour. When I got back to the camper, the door was locked, and I was told by my best friend's older friend through the window that there wasn't enough room for me in my trailer. So I reached for my keys to unlock the door, but I realized I left them inside the camper on the hook in my room. So I called my best friend from outside, and all I was told was, Sorry bro, nothing I can do. So I ended up sleeping in my truck that night, which I had fortunately left unlocked by accident. Their race began at 8am, and at 7, they came meandering out of my trailer and woke me up. No apology, by the way. So, while they were racing, I hooked my truck back up to their trailer and waited until just after they finished and had started walking back to the trailer. Imagine them walking across a really wide open field. When I saw them coming, I started the truck and drove off the property with them chasing behind me. I made the three-hour trip back home, declining call after call. When I finally got home, I took my best friend's call. He started yelling at me saying, why would you do this? We have no way home now. I just said, sorry, you shouldn't have made me sleep in the truck after I did you this solid. He told me there were better ways to handle this than by leaving them in an unfamiliar city with no way home. I think he ended up calling his dad to come and get them. Is he right? Was there a better way to handle this? I felt justified until he said that. I'm kind of doubting my decision now. Am I the butthole? Down in the comments, we have this post from Sad Weird. Not the butthole. They're Spartan warriors, right? They should run home. Yeah, I agree, OP. You did nothing wrong here. They basically stole your trailer. Your own damn trailer that you paid for, and they're acting like they own it. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. They get 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for begging my daughter not to have any more children? I'm a 58-year-old woman. My husband Rob and I have two kids, Erica, who's 35, and Mike, who's 30. Both of my kids are married, but Erica and her husband Steve live close to us, and this issue concerns them. They work full-time and have two kids, a 5-year-old boy and a 4-year-old girl. Five years ago, my daughter asked my husband and me if we would be willing to become their full-time childcare so they could continue to work and afford their comfortable life. We agreed, but we didn't discuss much more than watching the baby and their expectations. I was a teacher, and I retired two years before I could make my pension. So, my husband continued to work, and we made a few sacrifices like vacations and adding to our savings. But, we were able to make it work, so I could take my full pension at 55, and my husband retired a year later. Our arrangement worked fine, and we enjoyed having the kids. However, by year three, which was 2020, we started to feel like they were taking advantage of our help. In 2020, during the lockdown, they were both working from home, and they expected us to keep the kids all day. And we wanted to split time with them because their preschool slash daycare was closed. We settled on two days with them and three days with us, and my son-in-law complained about it pretty much every day. 
things got better when the kids were able to go to school. Fast forward to year four, which was 2021, and we had a bit of a blow up over kindergarten. My daughter didn't want her five-year-old son to start school, but I said that he had to go because I needed the break. I also asked for my four-year-old granddaughter to spend more time at the daycare program. My son-in-law complained about the cost, but I pushed anyway. They relented, and then this past spring, my son-in-law pushed for us to take the kids for a week so they could go on vacation. We said they had to take the kids, and my son-in-law said they couldn't afford it, so no one went on vacation. So anyways, my daughter and I were casually having a conversation the other day, and she mentioned she had an OBGYN appointment and tests. I asked if everything was okay, and she said that Steve and her were trying for baby number three. I asked her what her childcare plan was, and she looked at me like I was crazy and said, You! I said that it would have been nice if she told me this before trying for another baby, but she said that it was none of my business. I said, If I'm providing five more years of babysitting, then it sure is. I then told her that we were not a viable childcare option for a new baby, and we begged her to reconsider. Our granddaughter is going off to kindergarten, and we feel like we're finally getting our days back to some extent, and we refuse to start all over again with an infant. Erica said that we're making her choose between her dream of three kids and financial stability. I argue that she has two beautiful children, and they are financially stable. They shouldn't ruin that with another baby. I might be the butthole because Erica feels like we should have told her sooner. I feel like I'm not because I never agreed to a lifetime of raising their kids. OP, your daughter and son-in-law are being super selfish. It really summed up the entire argument when she was upset because you were making her choose between her dream of three kids or financial stability. But like, yeah, that's her decision to make, not yours. What about your and your husband's dream of retiring and relaxing after a lifetime of work? OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your daughter and son-in-law get 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for not sharing any family news with my son growing up because he would tell my ex everything, resulting in legal issues? My son grew up living with both my ex-wife and myself. My ex is extremely high conflict, and due to her job as a lawyer, she used the courts to inflict as much damage on my life as she could. Which I never did understand because she wanted the divorce and claimed to have lost feelings for me. So, naturally, I avoid sharing any details with her, and I usually gave one-word text replies for things involving our son. This worked until my son turned 11, and I found out that my son was telling my ex everything that he was hearing in our home, even recording videos and sending them to her. This continued even after therapy with my son and explaining to him how damaging oversharing was. After wasting thousands of dollars over a pointless legal fight that was started purely because of my son's spying, my new wife and I made the decision to no longer share any information with my son that could potentially cause issues. The family therapist suggested this approach. And, unfortunately, this means that we keep any news about promotions, vacation plans, and extended family issues from my son. My son only found out about family trips while he was on the way to go to them. This continued until my son turned 19 and my ex remarried, removing me from her focus. My son is now 20, and he found out that we purposefully did this for most of his childhood, and he's furious. He says that we treated him like an outsider. I apologize profusely, as did my wife. 
We tried to explain why we did this, but he's refusing to give me a chance to resolve this. He's gone on this tirade to my parents and siblings and called me a negligent parent. He also told my ex. And now my ex is suing me for something completely unrelated that has no standing, but I'll be wasting thousands of dollars on lawyers anyway, which is what she wants. Am I the butthole? Okay, so your son invaded your privacy, then you protected yourself from your son invading your privacy, and then he gets mad at that? OP, it sounds like your son takes after his mother. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your son gets 2.5 out of 5 buttholes, and your ex-wife gets 4.5 out of 5 buttholes. Move on, lady. Am I the butthole for tricking my in-laws into trying my food? This isn't necessarily my proudest moment, but I'm tired of being the outcast. I'm a 32-year-old woman, and my husband, Pete, comes from a family where all the women are bakers. I'm a baker myself, and I used to sell things out of my house under the state's cottage laws, but I stopped because I liked it just being a hobby. His sister-in-law, Kay, is known for her cupcakes and cake pops. When I first met everyone years ago, this was the first thing that I learned. Everyone talked about everything that she made. Even when Pete mentioned how good my stuff was, everyone would say that Kay sells hers and they're popular so they must be better. Whenever I bring treats, they're often left untouched because they're not Kay's. Yes, I've been told that. They ask me to bring something every get-together and they never touch it. To be clear, Kay is mainly a baker, whereas I bake and specialize in professionally decorated cakes. Kay says that overly decorated cakes are compensating for their bad taste, and Pete's family agrees. We had a barbecue on Monday for Memorial Day, and everybody brought their treats. Kay decided to bring cake pops. She posted them on her Instagram the night before. And I know this is immature, but I made the exact same ones that she did. Same flavor and design. We got there and everyone asked where my treats were. I said they're in the car and I'll get them in a minute. So I waited for everyone to be outside. Then I brought in my cake pops and put them next to Kay's. After we eat, I noticed the family eating my cake pops and not Kay's. Kay didn't notice at first and then asked if they just weren't feeling in the mood for cake pops. They said they just ate them and that they were the best cake pops she ever made and they asked her what she did differently. My mother-in-law even said that they looked so much better in person than in the picture. Kay was confused and said that her cake pops were still on the table. That's when I said, oh, I brought those. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Kay's husband said that he hadn't had one yet, which was a lie he ate too. And everyone else just said, yeah, they were okay. But Kay didn't say anything the rest of the night. Pete thought that it was funny, but his brother, Kay's husband, said yesterday that what I did was mean, and I'm just mad that Kay's a better baker. But Pete said that it's ridiculous that family, including Kay, puts down my baking when they won't even try it all because I'm not Kay. Am I the butthole? OP, two things are clear here. One, you're not the butthole. Two, Pete's family is just chock full of buttholes. Like, why did they just arbitrarily decide that you're bad, but K is good? Like, is there some ulterior motive here? Either way, OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving literally everyone else 2 out of 5 buttholes. That includes your husband, because even though he defended you at the end there, he's been allowing his family to essentially make fun of you this entire time, which is not cool. 
That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.